One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. But I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, my good friend and teammate, John Adias. Man, John, how you doing? What's up, Amon? What's what's keeping you busy? Oh man, everything. <laughs> I say work as work is supposed to keep you busy. I'm uh, on my first official University of Nebraska business trip out here to the Boston, Massachusetts area, and uh, was able to get a lot of useful information from other uh, directors and coaches and organizers of esports. Uh, before I go into that too, welcome to the Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, like I mentioned. And this, if you haven't been on this show, so we talk about the gaming industry up and down. So uh, we come with the quick hit news bites from stuff around the industry, either stuff that we're at, like today, I'm in Boston for the College Esports Expo and now PAX East as well. So we're gonna talk about those two little areas. That's my quick hit news bites. But then we'll have our video game picks of the week of game releases that are coming out in our in the video game world and i got a few john has a few we're going to talk about them i have the video plan as well and then we'll have that fun conversation of this or that so simple question like is you are you marvel or dc you know if it's that i know i'm a i'm a dc guy but the way the marvel movie's been dropping i mean dc movie's been dropping not so excited because john i heard uh, shazam is not too good so um good friend of mine that is like my my go-to guy that i talk to about comic book movies so do i wait till do i go to the theater or do i wait till it for it to be on stream you know he gives me that information mm -hmm. so right now shazam is a wait for stream type movie even though it's part of the comic book <laughs> universe so we'll talk about that that's this or that and then we'll have our game picks and then wrap up the show when we recap the first three episodes of the mandalorian and I'm working on the Mandalorian graphic. All right. Oh, um, I know that got brought up a few episodes ago, the Mandalorian. And so my friend who I get my comic book information from and movies and stuff like that, he is a, a good artist. So I might say to him, he has a booth here at, e at PAX West or PAX East, excuse me. He has a booth here. He's a graphic, you know, he's an artist. So I'm gonna say, hey man, you know the Mandalorian. So what about the Mandalorian graphic? The Mandalorian. so yeah which you is grogu because you love grogu so much you could be little grogu in the That's, little 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 uh, hovercraft there <laughs> i was just going to say okay if you're the amandalorian um it, can i be grogu right like i'll be grogu yeah. in this picture now now the question then the other question i had is will you have a mask on because you know it is you can't i can't take, take off the helmet correct so i can roll yeah. it they just what we'll do is we either incorporate something that's me, like either my football number or a green and gold helmet, yeah. you know, something like that, or a red, white yeah. helmet, something. We incorporate that so people know who I am, uh, you know, looking, you know, and that that's not that's me under the helmet. So, yeah, uh, it'll up, have to like mimic, like you said, a Packers, a Packers uniform and then like the 30, but then you'll know it's you, even though you get the mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Welcome in, Big Steel ninety two. How you doing? And Big B, always good. B? And Mister Av, the average historian, the guy that helps us, Jeremy Swick, helps us with all our graphics, great clips that he finds. And 
uh, I say last week we had on a green and gold G lounge, John, um, Gilbert, big Gilbert Brown. Mm -hmm. He forgot to set his clock backwards for a whole week almost. <laughs> Stop. So we gave him a Stop. hard time about that. <laughs> we had, did he we had miss the podcast? Time. Uh, no, he, you know, he, he, he was late to the podcast. He was late to the podcast, but he did okay. not miss it. But the reason why he was late, because he, we had, we called him at around our podcast is at eight o'clock Eastern standard time. And so we called him around eight ten. like, bro, where you at? And Dorsey gives him the worst. Like you think I give him a hard time. No, Dorsey, oh. cause they played together more than I did play with Gilbert. And so he calls him and say, man, you, you late for this eight o'clock podcast. <laughs> He gives him the blues. And he said, man, my clock says, you know, it says six something. Why are you calling so early? He's like, no, man, it is eight o'clock. He said, oh. He said, I was like, daylight saving time, Mr. Brown. That is hilarious. And time, I love, Dor like, Dorsey. When I had Dorsey on my podcast, we were talking about how yeah. Dorsey Levins uh, does a uh, coaches a spin class, right? Or leads a spin class. Yes, he does. And I asked, Brian, oh, Gilbert Brian, Brown ever sign up for one of those does Gilbert Brown ever sign up for one of those classes? And immediate, like within a half a right on beat, Dorsey's like, "We don't got a bike big enough for Gilbert." <laughs> no, like it was, uh, he, like he, I said, he uh, he kills Gilbert. Like, yeah, they go at it. You could tell they're a lot together because they started together. You know, they were yeah. both young guys, rookies, first year, second year players. You could tell, and the love is there though. We all give each other a hard time. We have a fun time on that show. Oh man, mm -hmm. so uh, so what about yourself, man? What you do? What you been up to since last week's episode, man? March Madness, baby. Just watching my bracket just crumble, mm -hmm. like probably 99% of everybody of else's brackets, watching game-winning shots. It was awesome, yeah. Right. And I've been, I've been traveling so much, I haven't really been on you know on point with that because that's something I usually do. I'm a March Madness, Madness person, and I'm a, once the NBA get to the playoffs, I'm all in. I'm watching each series, you know, I'm getting my popcorn and sitting in the living room or going – a sports bar with some friends and check and check the games out so I'm a, when Which, I, this is my last trip for at least a week then i'll get wow. back on it and by the way uh you can get into march madness too with bet online uh number one source yeah. for all your sports betting needs you're always gonna have the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends and bet online and as your continued source for all sports wagering information bet online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long it's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use the promo code believe that's spelled b-l-e-a-v and you get to receive those rewards bet online where the game starts all right, so let's get over. Let me share my square. I already have it. Have it, have it up actually. Let me make sure I find it because I'm about to maximize it. I'm gonna share my screen. It's gonna come in a little, a little weird first. Okay. And then I'm gonna maximize my screen. <clears throat> we got John's story up about one of my favorite movies. Oh my god, I love this movie. But John, <laughs> we'll go into ex explanation on what's coming at us. When uh, the next Keanu Reeves movie comes right. out, oh, sorry. So this is in uh, this is my pick for the news of the week. Uh, brought to you by IGN.com. This is where I found this uh, story. John, this is the headline. John Wick, Chapter Four was originally almost four hours long. So John Wick, a new wow. uh, movie, John Wick Four is coming out. I believe tomorrow, as we record this podcast, it comes out tomorrow. And mm -hmm. uh, according to the director, it was initially three hours 
45 minutes uh says the first cut was three hours and 45 minutes and it felt like three hours and 45 minutes we were like oh we're screwed um the increased runtime came from world building though a lot of this was obviously left on the cutting room floor as the film was edited down to its uh now theatrical release of two hours and 49 minutes right wow and a lot of movies obviously are always shot long and that's where the editing the like you said clips of scenes on the director's floor um i remember the movie i had the great opportunity to be in um, batman versus superman donna justice my scene got cut because it was my scene and about another 20 different scenes were cut from that because it was a four hour superhero movie at that time and then that's why it led to Zack snyder when he did justice league and reintroducing batman versus superman director's cut you know donna justice director's cut he he brought it back to its full um presentation without any uh, uh huge edits like it was so you know for directors they want their whole masterpiece that's their baby to come out but then for the studio they like nah man um <laughs> they're just shoot we're just shooting in this movie and you know a lot of people are taking bullets in the movie so we don't want to have it that long <laughs> So. And what I think is uh, interesting, too, about this, Amon, is, right, so they're always cutting out. Like, this isn't new, right, that they always right. find scenes to cut out of movies. It happens all the time. But the fact that they thought they were it, – it gives me – listen, John Wick 4, you know what you're getting into, right? You know, right. You know the type of movie you think you're going to get into. But if they made the movie and they said, this is our best movie, three hours, 45 minutes, then they watched it, and then they said, it's not our best movie. Like – and then they cut an hour out of it. I guess I'm concerned about the content of John Wick Four. Like, does it all suck? I mean, if you're if you if you if you film something and then you look at it and you go, "That's not the best." Like, I don't know if you should be saying that. I guess I don't know. I, I yeah, just I, hope they got the best two hours and forty nine minutes, and it probably shouldn't have been an hour and forty five minutes. Right, and as fans, you know, knowing this and seeing this article, kind of puts a red like you say puts a red flag up like uh oh um should i spend my time on date night and going to see this with my my wife or my girlfriend or boy you know boyfriend what have you and it's going to be worth it because now as we are spoiled with apps that are out there that can bring the same type mm -hmm. of movie to the big screen you know in a couple months now so like i said my friend Q, we call him, he goes by Q with us among the friends. We say, hey, Q, is this uh, in the theater or on stream? He just like, stream it, wait till stream. So potentially okay. this may be one of those. But I, I just have a little, a guilty pleasure of seeing Keanu Reeves put bullets in guys very, like, exactly brain to heart. Even though it's a movie, you know, it's not real. They're not dying. But if they were, he makes you sure you're not coming back to life. He's shooting you in the heart and the brain all at the same time. He's turning all power off. <laughs> just, I have a little guilty pleasure of watching yeah. action movies and see the body count just rise. I'm like, oh, okay, this is fun. Yeah. yeah. But I there are certain movies, a... there are certain movies where three hours and 49 minutes are like that. You're like, that was three hours and 49 minutes? Like, I yeah. was so it into goes it. Fast. Yeah, it goes Yeah, fast. but... That's that's why I'm concerned because that storyline better be um, elite if you want a longer movie. And even at 2:49, even for today's standards, two hours and 49 minutes is a long movie. So yeah. we'll see. 
We'll see and, how it goes. And then even and then a shout out to the actor that right here on the screen. He passed away at 60. I can't think of it. I don't have his name right now, mm -hmm. but I'll look it up here. Let me do that real quick while we're I'll come off the screen there real yep, quick. No, um, Lance. Here, Reddick. You can look it up. What's his name? Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Yeah. So shout out to him and his family. Yeah. He passed away, I believe, was from natural causes at his home in Los Angeles. And he's been um, I've, he's been acting for a long time. I think he was in The Wire, I believe. And Correct. obviously every John yeah. Wick movie, he's the concierge at the hotel that the assassins check in. And, you know, to be that guy at the hotel where the, where the assassins have to check in your weapons. You know, hey, no weapons in here. Mm. You know, he, he that was pretty cool um, role that he was able to have for the last five, six years. And an unfortunate, you know, he his, his body told him he was ready to go. Um, so. You know, shout out to him and his family and that lost their hope they're doing. You know, my condolences there. So um let's uh we got some comments in here. Who we got Big B says John better wear his cosplay to the movie. <laughs> you want me to go as John Wick? That? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you did remember, yeah, you did that last year for Halloween. Yeah, a couple of Halloween ago, John I think Wick it was. Suit. Yeah. He had some yeah, or you had the the makeup with the blood, the blood the on, suit. on your head and your pony, you had the ponytail and the suit. Mm -hmm. I, sure I think I'd have to get that. a haircut to to actually look more like John Wick now. My hair's too long. Probably, yeah. Yep. Probably that would be the case. That would be the case right there. So heading on to my uh, storyline right now. Let me see. Uh-oh, did I lose? I'm dealing with one monitor here, so <clears throat> bear with me. It's okay. Mine's got one monitor. I know we're monitor. still live because I can hear my voice, so that's a good thing. And uh, I'm going to share my screen here of uh what's going on with cs go or yeah cs go counter-strike 2 is coming back or one is being made not coming back they're making a new one so you got counter-strike 2 here in the line it says is it real and it's free and everything covered carries over so counter-strike 2 has been in development by val which is a very popular game i says the most popular FPS shooter in history. The developer says from uh, Counter-Strike 2 is an overhaul of onto every system and every piece of content and every part of CS of the CS experience. So there, there are a series of videos uh, accompanying the announcement explaining how Counter-Strike 2 will change everything. They are currently three, there are currently three videos embedded below um, addressing smokes, uh, moving beyond tick rates and changes to the map so as regards to the idea of moving beyond the tick rates um here's a you know they got so nice little explanation on all those tip rates real quick so the tick rate is basically like john um and for for the chat i say just the movement of you shooting your gun from the timing you press the tr the button of where the trigger pulls the trigger you know the trigger you pull the trigger in the game and the bullet comes out of your gun to you throwing a grenade so making sure that is like precise so it's not let no lag. So the sub tick updates are for the heart of CS2 or CSGO2. Previously, the server would only evaluate the world in discrete time intervals called ticks. So th thanks to Counter-Strike 2 sub tick update ar architecture, servers now have the exact and instant that um, instant that motion starts. So a shot is fired, like I explained, or an, a grenade is thrown at a precise time, and it, it just is reacting to the time you hit that 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 button push or move that mouse all that is reacting in unison so as a result regardless of the tick rate you're moving and shooting 
will be equally responsive and your grenades will always land the same way. So it won't be no glitching out um, over time, but you always gotta be uh, developing. And I believe they have a video here, right here, that shows a video of the smokes and how responsive they are. So I'm gonna click this button, turn the audio on. We got a little commercial here, here we go. So I'm not really hearing the audio. So what's... Oh, let me put it, let me make sure. I might have muted it. I muted it. Volumetric 3D objects that live in the world. Now, not only do all players see the same smoke regardless of position, but the smoke can interact with the environment in interesting ways. It reacts to lighting, grows to fill spaces naturally. The shape of the smoke cloud can be pushed and carved by bullets and grenades. So this is the in Counter Strike the 2. Smoke grenades provide even more environment even more real. They're just going to look oh, cool. and play yeah. better. So I like because it, you know, in reality, if you were really playing a real live action FPS game or in training, or like laser tag, you could have smoke. You know, smoke, as we know, moves like water. It goes everywhere. It moves up and down. And if you just puff at it, if you're standing next to smoke, it'll move. You know, the smoke out of your mouth or the heat out of your mouth when you're uh, dealing with a cold weather area, you know, it, like Wisconsin, for example. <laughs> uh, that exactly. it moves from the, the momentum you push out of your nose and your mouth, you know. So they're, they're simulating that. And here's another video on the beyond tick rate. So this part, I'm I'm still learning what, exactly what that is, but what I'm thinking is, like I said, the time you shoot that gun, you pull the trigger and that bullet comes out of that nozzle or the grenade, the grenade is thrown out of your hand. It's like showing that motion as you're hitting a button, what that time is from the button you press it to the time it interacts with the computer. So that's what I'm thinking right now. John, chat, asking me unmute it so you can hear it. So, so is this? Uh... Now firing a weapon looks pretty simple. You click your mouse, your character oh, this what? What you got? target takes damage. Oh, geez, look at that blood. Um, behind the scenes. Yeah, graphic. Versions of Counter Strike. The game Very graphic uh, shot there. Um, intervals, hasn't there been more than one Counter Strike? Didn't exist. Is that yeah, this is so Counter Strike the one. The experience was yeah, this is but there's only been but there's been between click and there hasn't been only one Counter Strike. Counter Strike was back when I was in college. Yeah, they, and they have the multiple ones. And yes, this, it was that same one all the way up until now. Now the tick rate so they've been no Did they just update it? Server. Or is that all? So they're, they're, they're updating it. Graphics. And like you said, just like you're watching now, your grenades and the smokes. Will the the sub ticks. Between ticks. Oh, wow. That, yeah, the blood is so definitely on point. What you get. <laughs> the blood spray and splatter is awesome. I can say that. It's definitely true to life there. It's like I'm watching a few Hollywood action film right now. Blood just splattering everywhere. Explosions. So the graphics are on point. You know, the special yeah. effects, whatever you would call them in a gaming sense, the, the lag rate and all that seems pretty up, up, up to par. And being CSGO, a game, you know, a game company or Valve being a company that along with uh, Riot, they created, you know, I believe helped create Valorant, which is a great shooter you know, popular mm -hmm. shooter now and has a pro series across the world, not just here in the U.S. So um, with this, uh, with these uh, adjustments to the game, I think the Call of Duty, Call of Duty, CSGO fans around the world would be definitely happy about this. You know, very happy about this, John. Yeah, yeah that's very cool. What's the other? 
what's the other story you got? The other story is, man, here, I'm at, I'm at PAX East, man. And so I got oh, the okay. website pulled up here. It's cool convention. It's the it started today. It goes till Sunday the twenty sixth. The only thing I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna miss out on. I I looked at. I walked to. If you go back and watch my Instagram live video before I went live today, I was walking through the area. I didn't get it, but I'll try. I'll probably walk when I walk back. I'm gonna go live for a little bit and then get some booths caught on film. And they have. You could just walk up and sign up for Mario Kart tournaments, Smash Brother tournaments. And they had that. I'm like, oh, and then Sunday they're giving away, they're not giving away, it's a ten thousand dollar Super Mario Brothers contest or tournament. I'm like, oh, I wish I was here. I said I would give it a go. Wait, are you talking oh, like 1985 Super Mario Brothers game, like Nintendo no, tournament? No, Super Smash Bros. Excuse me, Super Smash. Oh, Bros. I'm sorry. Super I, Smash I left Bros. that out. Okay. I, I'm so excited. I'm leaving words out. Super thought... Smash Brothers. The fighting game, ultimate, super Smash okay. Brothers ultimate fighting game this Sunday, ten thousand dollar prize or uh, cash prize for whoever wins that, and that's what I nice. love about PAX East. They make everything interactive. I was trying to say that earlier. That was the word I was looking for, interactive. So E3, it's some of the booths, not all booths, but some of the booths make you stand there mm -hmm. as they take the controller and play the game for you where you don't really interact with the controller or the mouse and keyboard. But at, oh, that's... at PAX East and okay. West, yeah, they let you get the controller. You could jump in a booth. You could play for like 10, 15 minutes of a game, you know? Or you could probably sit there as long as you want if nobody's, uh, not a lot of crowd is in a line waiting to play a game. You know, I saw Cult of the Lamb, uh, Mario yeah, Kart, yeah. Super Smash Brothers, uh, Street Fighter Six, which comes out in June. They had a, a tournament going on where you could just walk and sign, walk up to the booth, sign up. I'm like, oh, this is so fun. So after the show, I'm headed back over there. <laughs> um, but I'm going to show this nice. video here right on the website. It give you a little preview of last year's uh, PAX East. And we, I know you probably had a few questions, John. No, I mean, uh, I think that just sounds like all those tournaments, that sounds like just a lot of fun are you gonna are you gonna sign up for one um yeah i'm gonna try to if i have the time which i should will because i only have i have till about six o'clock and i'm going out to dinner with some friends that i have in the area so due to the pax east website this is a video they made from last year's pax east uh don our convention and i'm gonna be yes i'm gonna try to sign up when i walk back over there go find a mario kart super smash brother yeah. that was a quick video <laughs> i thought it was longer um but yeah, at the website, you could still sign up for registration. You could buy badges um, and it just go interact with everything. You know, it's very in inclusive. That means you could there. There's the console free play. You have the expo hall where you can see all those like that shot right here where you see all these TVs yeah. and all these booths set up. You walk down the, the escalator. I mean, not walk down, but you go down the escalator and you can see all the booths. You basically pick out where you want to walk to and where you want to congregate and where you want to shop. You know, where you want to go grab food, where you want to go see what the hottest new keyboard or mouse or monitor that's out there or new games. You can go check it out. They got the panels of all the uh, people there, you know, and I'll, I'm going to click on this panel one. here. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to see that schedule. Who who we got? Yeah, who we got for uh, the panels here. So we got Magic the Gathering Free Jumpstart if I, by Rexia. We'll... All be one, all be one there. Games on demand. Okay. Let me see. What anyone? Which one you want me to click on, John? 
Uh, learn to play. keep going, keep going down. Dungeons learn and Dragons, D &D. learn to play, or some other categories. Yeah. Uh, keep going down. Mario, Mario Golf, Golf Super Rush. Rush. Let's let's check that out. I've got that game. Okay, I think that's what a, do you, you just play? I think it's a come in and play. Yeah, it says handheld Hand tournament. Handheld tourney. So you have your Switch with you, which Dang. I do, and I have Mario Golf. I could go over there and play in a tournament. This is already going on, right? I said it already happened. It just ended at twelve thirty. But yeah, you got these oh, okay. events like this going on. Uh, the other fun stuff, let's go to the booths to see what booths are here. Like uh, companies that are selling games or are part of the gaming space. Let's see here. Pax Arena. Uh, let's see features. Autographs. Go to autographs. Oh, was it autographs somewhere? Uh, under categories. The first thing under categories on the left. It says day and then it says no on the on the left column like uh day thursday and then right below it black it's in a black box it says categories no put your mouse down <laughs> and then go to the left and then go left my uh, left or your left yeah there it is now go down go down go down no, oh down. oh oh nope down down no, there it is autographing Autographing, right? Yeah, the very first Got one. It. Click on that box. There we go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there we go. It's a lot of yeah, GC. Oh, so it's all like voice actors. Yeah, voice actors from the video games. GC Impact gets a ton of those actors here. Team Fortress 2. Wow, that's an older game. It came out about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, you got Meet and Greet Sweet Tales. Don't know what that Somebody is. in the chat, let me know who that is. I know GC Impact, like I said, they're very popular. This is for so this is starting today. And going all the way to so this is today thursday then tomorrow and then saturday as well okay sorry i just wanted yeah. to see the autographs you can click whatever you want <laughs> yeah that yeah that's your that's your that's your job it's your jam right there um and they got the you know the list of uh vendors here so let me go here you can see the the hall list and this is just all people that are you know selling things like D D dice that are out there, uh, tables. So you could just click on, you know, whatever. I have a good friend there. Let me go. It's in alphabetical order. So my friend Booth is here, and uh, he's still he's gonna he's helped us with a couple giveaways in the past. Um, let me see. Here we go. Right here, Glitch Gear. He does a good job. He has fun. Um, he has licensings with Gears of War, with uh, Fallout Boy, or Fallout, excuse me. And he's been doing the Pokemon t-shirts. If you look at right here, these are all the new ones that he has at his booth right now. So if you see anything, John, let me know. <laughs> okay. Well, I was yeah, going to so say, if you, see any if you see any Grogu uh, apparel there, you just, you take a, you snap a picture and you let me know. I will do. I'll send it. Say, John, <laughs> what you think? <laughs> I will do that. But, uh, but yeah, this is my buddy Q. Goes by, among his friends, Q and Assassin's Creed stuff. He got a booth there. He's at, right in the front. He's a, a perennial booth um, person that, you know, he brings his company there. He's always there. And so they got him up in the front. So as soon as you come down that escalator, it basically like has the big AAA companies, gaming companies, peripheral companies, controller, mouse, monitors, headsets. They're right there, and he's right next to them. So it just shows you how long he's been doing this, and this is his business. Um, so he does a good job with fan apparel. So yeah, I'll, I'll look for some Grogu gear, um, hats, t-shirts, whatever, Funkos. They might be up in this piece as well. This is playing. Did NBA you hear Funko is is like 
Did you hear Funko? Sorry, I'm changing subjects. Was no, that getting did. rid of yeah. like thirty million dollars worth of merchandise? Uh yeah. I, I yeah. heard something going down that that wasn't good. <laughs> they had so <laughs> much them. merchandise that I believe I'm saying this correctly. They had so much merchandise that it was cheaper for them to just destroy it and throw it away than to house it in a warehouse. I believe I read an article about that probably like two weeks ago. I sure yeah. did. Wow. That's no That's fun. That's crazy. They have it so much crazy. product. Like, just, just throw the product away. We're going to save money. <laughs> like, what? Yep. yep. All right. With That's that crazy. being said, I said over to the this or that. This or that. <laughs> All right, John. Okay. You, you ready to go with this? All right. So I'm guessing this is straight from Amon's mind. And by the way, you can submit this or Okay. You can submit a this or that question by hopping on our Discord. Discord or messaging us on social media. Say, hey, use this for this or that. And guess what? We might use that for this or that. Too many. This there is. is. That. Yeah. Right, I think what it is, everybody's been working hard and school and spring breaking. So I've haven't I've been coming up on my own, which is fine. That's what I used to do. But I love the mm -hmm. fan engagement when they give me the this or that. I go into Discord and I see a list of this or that's that want to be asked. I'm like, oh, this is so fun to see where other people's creative so minds fun. go. But right now is my creative mind. Now, job, so here we go. First, oh, what's up? Messy locker or tidy locker? Go ahead, Amon. There we go. Messy locker. Um, that's easy for me. Tidy. I'm a tidy locker guy. When I was in high school, middle school, when I, I couldn't wait to have a locker because I saw him like in movies. You know, like yeah. The Breakfast Club. You know, what else? Other movies like were high school movies. Wildcats with Goldie Hahn and Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. okay, that's cool. I like that. So I had a tidy locker when I got when I got my turn. That's awesome. I would like to say uh, I, I want a tidy locker, but the only locker I've ever really had was in high school, and it was not tidy at all. It was the opposite. It was so awful. Um, All right, tidy. I would like to say tidy, but I don't. I don't think I would follow through on that. Okay. John, Big B is tidy. He said it's all about the presentation. Yeah, open that locker. Like I don't want a whole bunch of stuff falling out when I open my locker. Some of my friends literally, it'd be nonsense. Just books, their backpack, Cheetos, Dorito falling all out the locker. I'm like, man, come on, get your get your life together, man. That. We're high school kids. This is all we got to manage. Simple. This is a locker. Okay, manage a locker, bro. I give my friends a hard time. We I know. You know the average says, I'm disappointed. I was never able to keep my locker tidy. I would have loved to have a tidy locker. Right. Yeah, I was always on it. I would, every day I would uh, manage it by throwing away any garbage that I pulled up from lunch or you know snack. Like, nah, we're getting it out of here. Keeping it clean. All right, uh, next one on the list. So go. would you rather be involved with a startup or an established business? Is that kind of the, the question? Mm. Am I asking that yeah. correctly? Okay. Yep, you are. You sure are. You know. Hmm. I don't hmm. know. What do you think, John? I'm thinking. Hello? Did you freeze or are you still thinking? Uh-oh. <laughs> are we there? Am I there? I hear you. I hear you. I can hear you. Okay. There. I'm just going to stop my camera. Uh, yeah. Wow, that was weird. Uh, what was I answering? I don't even remember. Oh, I, I think I'd go uh, establish business because I don't know what I'm doing with a startup. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody would. I mean, it's it's the easy and it's a smart business way to go. Um, I think obviously the 
the risk takers out in the world, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, the Warren Buffetts, they so at one point had a startup and they went for it. And sometimes the startup, but we also know about some of the horror stories too. But startup on your own is tough. Once you're successful though, it's all you. You know, you you that's all your uh, success. But established business too, there is success there. Just it's it's more guaranteed than anything. So I'm I'm gonna probably I'm gonna go established business as well, because we see the we read the stories. I mean, we just what would you just say about um what was um I know Epic well, last week you talked about Epic and they're having to pay back all that money. You know, even though they're an established business, that's still kind of like a a, a gut punch to having a you know employee CEO having to give back all that money. Because they right. swindled it out of young kids in Fortnite, you know. Hey, Aman, I'm going to let you take the next this or that. I'm going to refresh my connection, and hopefully I'll come back uh, better than ever. All right, sounds good, Jar. Okay. See you in a few. All right, next one on the list here. We got free lunch or free dessert, y'all. Free lunch or free dessert. Mm -mm -mm. I see you there, Average. The Average Historian says, it makes me think of E.T., Video games from the 80s. And what's that? The average historian. What makes you think of that? Because I saw it comment a little bit later. So free lunch or free dessert? Uh, I'm both. This is a hard one for me, man. Big B says 100% free lunch for him. I, I would have to say free lunch. I mean, because free dessert could probably come with the lunch anyway. So the lunch is free. So for dessert, sometimes it's like right there. So I know the lunch ladies at my high school used to take care of me. I was, and it was a thing where my first month of the football season, my football coach, my head coach at this high school, he put it out there for the players, for all of us, that if we had the best block and the best hit of the game, that you could get, he'll buy you an extra lunch. It was pretty dope. And so you earned it. So one game, for one game, for two games in a row, I had both. I had the best block, because I love the block, and love it's hitting people. And then I love to... uh hit people i played linebacker on defense so i was making it happen so i won both so i was getting double lunches every day for a week it was awesome it was delicious so i was full let's see it like that so big b so yeah i'm gonna I'm go free lunch as well free lunch on the list there all right let's head over to the last couple here we have some other fun ones here funny story or one-liner we've seen the comedy movies we've seen the comedy sitcom sit uh, TV shows and a lot of the movies, you know, from Animal House to The Hangover, Old School with Will Ferrell and crew, they got the one liners, you know, or they tell a funny, funny story, you know, like Friday with Ice Cube and Chris Tucker, Smokey and Craig. So it's that funny storyline or them one hit one liners that you. That you're looking for which one is it i know for me god this is tough i could go either way but i would just say the one-liners are better i say i like them just a little better because they're quick and like you use them in a conversation because I, I love to say the smoky one you just got knocked the you know what out i say that to my friends messing around or we, we playing street fighter or something or a fighting game i say ah you just got knocked the or uh, what's the one from old school? Love you, blue. I love you, blue. You know, that was hilarious. Oops. 
Funny story for uh for Big B. All right. Liking it, liking it. Last one up. This is a cute and cuddly one. <laughs> I don't know what possessed me to throw this in there. I was like, I saw it. I wrote it down. I was like, where am I going with this one? This, if you're into nice, cuddly animals, but I know I've seen some movies or TV series that I don't have them. They're not all cuddly. What's up, Mr. Audius? The Back. last one on the list. <laughs> Are you a pandas guy or a koala guy? <laughs> Pandas um, or koalas? Um, pandas or koalas? I'm gonna go koala. Me my boy, Blue. Me my boy, John. I'm going koala. They seem koala. more cuddly than a panda. Well, right? The pandas. I say as babies, they probably cute and cuddly. But when they get full grown, what they bought almost so they weigh a ton. They still cute. They just big. You know, I don't want to get hugged by a panda. You know, he don't. I don't want him to get excited and crush me. Like, oh, I got a little human toy. I'm going to love it. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm going to go koala as well. But koala, I saw a commercial. I think it was for a movie or something. Where I saw a, a, a koala go crazy on somebody. And it was a comedy movie or preview of a comedy movie. I, I bet they could. A koala go ham. He was going in the hard on the hard in the paint on somebody. <laughs> and I was just laughing. But you know how they do them movies where animals attack somebody? Like in uh, remember Elf where he's walking through the the New York Central Park and he gets attacked by the raccoon, <laughs> and he's because he's trying to hug the raccoon. You see him going oh, to the yeah, raccoon, yeah, yeah, like yeah. This. I think, yeah. And then, then the raccoon looks at him like, "Man, what you doing?" Ah! It was something like that. I saw it on a commercial yeah. of a of a koala going ham on somebody. But I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go koalas unless it's a baby panda. Then I'll go. If it wasn't, is these are full grown pandas? So no, they'll crush me. Yeah, I was going to say, I just think a panda is probably overall more dangerous than a koala. So I'll just go koala so I don't get killed. Yeah, I hope. there you go. There you go. All right, we're done with this or that. Let's head over to game releases. Oh, let me get the... I have the audio. Let me just get it pulled up here. Oh, man. I had to restart my computer and all my things went away. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Where does game releases go? No, I thought I put this on the rundown. Shoot, give me a second. We're both scrambling right now. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. All right, I'm about to get the game. At least this audio <laughs> maybe, going. Maybe I'm, just, <laughs> maybe I'm the only one scrambling. What were my games? I don't even have them in front of me anymore. Oh, shoot. Did I even get your games? I don't know if I even got them put into the thing. Hold up. We're both going to be scrambling here, John. Johnny boy. Oh, uh, because you texted me and I was already headed back. I texted you late. Yeah, no, that's all good. It's unheard, uh, unheard I voice I got to... of crime and have a nice death. Why is my phone going into unheard crazy voice stuff? Of crime and have a nice Thank death. you. Get out of there. Yeah, you texted to me, and I'll pull them up real quick. All right, so mine was unheard and uh, unheard voice, voice. Right, and have a nice voice. death. All right, so let me get set up for that. Epinox death. Sounds like a voice. Yeah, because I already, I, actually, I searched that one, so I'm, it's going to pop right over my computer. Yeah, and that's I'm like online, it, too. I'll get it going here. All right. 
Okay. Well, Amon finds that. I'll just kind of start talking. Which there one are you going to pull first? Unheard? Unheard. Okay. So this is Unheard Voices of Crime Edition. Um, and basically, it uh, contains the original Unheard game, an innovative experience that puts players in the role of acoustic detectives investigating crime scenes using a new device that allows them to hear voices from the past so the voices they hear will help them identify potential suspects and solve the mysteries um it also contains the lethal script case that will have the detectives investigating a movie industry mystery on the peak hotel so i guess you just put on your headphones step back into the past use the voices to hear to return to crime scenes tracking down each individual involved so you're a detective an acoustic detective on unheard voices of crime edition acoustic so a sound detective huh is that basically what it's saying a sound detective i guess you hear voices from the past and you help solve mysteries i mean it's got some really cool graphics that we're watching here on twitch um like it's like these drawings it's like anime almost right yeah, it looks real cool I don't know if I'd be down for this. I don't know. I feel like I would get very confused at this game and be like, <laughs> what am I listening for? <laughs> right. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, would you man. be playing Unheard? I'll think about it. I like something different from time to time. So when I used to play, you know, when I was playing, what's your other game? I'll get it pulled up here in a little bit. Uh, Have a nice death. Have a nice death. So I was just talking about my this to my wife because... You know, my daughter, boyfriend, he, he's a he's a gamer. And she's like, Dad, why does he play? You know, he plays just so many games. Da, 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 when he comes home from working out or comes home from work, you know, and I'm like, well, that's, sometimes he's just decompressing from it. You know, just one of them things. I said, I said, you got to give him a he'll he'll learn. I don't know. He'll learn eventually because he's going to be coming to bed late like he did. I guess he got, he got to bed super, super, super late, like three, two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, she was asleep. So I'm like, that's what we do as gamers. We get caught up in gaming of whatever we're playing and don't really realize that. And it's, and it's a getaway, you know, it's a getaway from reality for a second here or a second there. So, right. Um, which is why you have to be so careful. Am I not right? Exactly. You are, you're getting away. And if you get away too much, then you're avoiding things. Exactly. So I would play games like this. So this is what got me into Hitman and Grand Theft oh. Auto. So finding games like this, a little different than I usually played, like Madden, like Call of Duty or Halo, yeah. playing something like Unheard of, you know, Unheard is just, you know, that somebody put the development, put an you know, extra thought into coming up with something that's not the usual game that we know of, you know, being console or even arcade game or even PC game. I believe that's a... So yeah, that's where you know I, I was like trying to get her to understand, <laughs> having that my father daughter conversation. Oh, that's awesome! So, all right, next game for you. Got it all ready to go. This is called Have a Nice Death. It's a I like 2D, the title. Yeah, as a two D action roguelike where you play as Death, CEO of Death Incorporated. So you're Death, <laughs> CEO. I love it. I love it already. And you're currently teetering on the edge of being burnt out at your job. Uh, Ooh, just talking about that. <laughs> his top executives, the Sauros, have been running rampant on Earth's surface, leaving him buried in an underworld-sized mountain of paperwork. Now, in order to regain control of his company as well as secure a much-needed vacation, he'll need to traverse the various departments of Death Incorporated 
and remind his subordinates who's boss boss so are you like this so you're the ceo of death and you're running Basically. a death company or just yeah. death you're running death so you're you're death <laughs> the job is death you're making sure your employees are doing their job when people are, are their time is up when they snap that that last you check out so they're, they're not okay. standing up it looks comical i like the yeah. little pumpkin head mascot there Who's the developer here? It does look comical. Um, who's the developer? He asks. Let me see. Oh, they got. Oh, they going into Magic Design Studios. Magic Design Studios. I like this. This is similar to this. I say the artwork is different, but it has that cartoony feel of like Cult of the Lamb that, yes. that we talked about a, or about six months ago. But it's still popular because it's they have a big, huge booth at PAX East right now. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's mm -hmm. like, it looks like it's a 30 feet by 40 feet booth. It's huge. That's awesome. They have a stage. They have people playing the game. So this game is kind of in that neighborhood. A little goofy. Has to do with death. Look at it. A little, is that death with a tear on its face? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that gameplay just... there, when they showed, like, it almost looked like a fighting type of gameplay. Like, the battle that looked exactly. that that really good it looked really good all right now i'm headed over let me see oh hold on. i got what are your game releases this week this my game I, I i went with the with the usual There's some cool stuff out here and uh but cool known stuff like sonic the hedgehog frontiers their okay. new dlc speech strats that is up on what you see is what the, you get. Uh, Just some friends. Oops, I gotta go adventure. back to that screen. I gotta stay on that screen. Oh my! I'm dealing with one monitor here, so bear with me. Big Where B has a good idea, though, for our game releases in the future. What if we played one of the games? Yeah, that's definitely all my my slate to do. You know, I want to. I want to do that. Definitely dangerous. Um, but with Sonic Frontier sight, sounds, and speed oh, update worry. to the You're game here, they are uh, updating the game with a little bit of DLC action. I'm just trying to find the information that I had that I had pulled up point, here. Now it's, it's somewhere else. Um, if not, uh, but it's due out this weekend. It's on all platforms, and so it's the free first free DLC of Sonic Frontiers, and uh, it does tight tilted sights, sounds, and speed update. And it's rolled out. It comes out actually today, 12 a.m. in the UK. Um, oh, we got a lot of audio going because I got so many screens open right now. I don't know what is what. Trust us. Look at that. that. So Sonic is going. Okay, Sonic is going. There's Sonic just blazing through a side of a mountain. Right. There you go. So he's talking. I'll let Sonic do all the talking. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, you can hear him. Volume is pretty good. Let me go find him. Find the video. Crank the volume up a little bit. Are you into Sonic? I am. I, I I had it on Sega Genesis. It was a game that I will play up back and forth. Beat the game. Go back. Was always trying to find how many coins I could discover. You know, get all my coins at the end. Trying to have the most coins, and it was always tough because they got the little contraptions that 
you hit and then you drop all your coins it's like no <laughs> want my coins you know so with the updates they have they says that uh, roadmap has a jukebox a photo mode they have a jukebox now photo mode and new challenge modes as part of the first update and that certainly fits the sights the sounds and the speed update for up that which is the name of it so the update will in fact add two challenge modes cyberspace challenge and battle rush both available for the title uh, screen post completion so the cyberspace challenge is a time attack mode completing multiple cyberspace levels battle rush is a time battle mode against multiple guardians um, the photo mode while meanwhile in fairly self-explanatory so basically you take pictures of your different shots and, I, and a lot of games do this i think a lot of the mario games do it um assassin creed does that if you're talking bigger games or you could get a shot of a nice sky view or aerial view of uh, the scenery around the area so you could take a picture of that so and the jukebox will provide access to 53 songs though these will need to be unlocked by collecting sound memories on each of the islands that are in the game of sonic uh, frontiers so the second update will celebrate sonic's birthday so expect that time around june and it will also include an open zone challenge with new coco and then lastly but not least the third update will bring a playable character and storyline it imagines its image includes tails knuckles and amy though it's unclear if these all these uh all of these are the actual playable characters so uh, keep a lookout on that come between now and june so back and also remember back in february we reported they were also reported here on aerogamer.net um sonic frontiers had sold 2.9 million copies worldwide john and chat so very popular game so this is plenty of players there's plenty of players who are eager to play which i'm one of them um more sonic open zone action so further look for sonic team um and said that front you know, one of the lead developers said the sonic frontiers is the cornerstone of future sonic games coming down the line so sonic frontiers big update there yeah, free DLC, right? Free, free, yeah, free DLC. Okay. Get it going. All right. Get it, get it, get it. All right. Let me get to my. Give me a second here. What, what is your next one? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Nino Kuni 2. I think that's how you say it. I know Kuni. Yeah. Uh, let me get to the, to the video screen. I gotta, bear with me here. I'm dealing with Revenant web monitor. Kingdom. Revenant Kingdom. Nine No Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Revenant, Revenant Kingdom. Uh, where is my video for that? There it uh, Nino Kuni. Oh, that's Sonic. Nino Kuni says uh, uh, Gaming Sheboygan. All right. Here we go. Y'all see that? Everything's up. Nino Cooney. Uh, I don't see anything. Oh, hold up. I got to Oh, that's right. I got to Bear with me. Swan's working on one that. screen, everybody. He has one screen that he's working with. There we go. Oh, what's up, Eeyore? There was Eeyore in the chat helping us out. Okay, Nino yeah. Cooney 2. There it is. So we okay. got Nino. Is that? Oh, that's We got an commercial. ad. We got to skip that ad. Oh, we got to go back to this is not Nino Cooney. This is, this is Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole other game. All right, Nino Cooney 2. Here we go. Here it is. Got the audio and everything. 
So you can see it now, correct? Yeah, I got it. All right, we got it. All right, so Nino Kuni is obviously a popular game, anime game out there. Has won some awards, the 2017 Best of Game Critics Award winner at E3. We rediscover another world, re-enter the animated world of Nino Kuni in the latest role-playing masterpiece developed by Level 5 to explore a beautifully crafted world and experience the gripping story in a new, an all-new adventure. Level 5 unites um, the developer and character design of music composed by, I'm not saying some names because I don't want to destroy their names. And there's an audio somewhere that I need to turn off. Oh, no. This, audio there. Listen, this is not, I can tell that I don't know if I would be truly interested in this, Amon. Sorry to jump in. Yeah. But I can, no, go right I can, but I can tell, like, just looking at this on Twitch and, like you mm -hmm. said, that anime style and then the gameplay and, like, like the storyline, like, this looks fun. And I'm not even, right. like, into this type of game, but this looks like a fun game. It just, when you were watching this, it just screams fun. Yeah. And like for the anime fans from anime TV series to the movies, when they get into their games and you keep that fun level and that creativeness and the graphics and the storyline, just thinking outside the box, then yeah, you're going to draw in everybody, not just the fans that are into this game, but everybody outside. So I got a little tickle in my throat. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But you got all-star production. For the future of um, our captivity, world. a captivity, a captivating story, a charming and tragic tale unfolds as Evan, the boy prince, learns how to become a leader and build a kingdom. <clears throat> That's one thing about anime games and anime TV shows; they got a good storyline. Yeah, um, to tell. There's a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of empathy going on, a lot of suspense. You got you know, and with that, you got role playing, <clears throat> mastery, so a new traditional. RPG, RPG elements expertly crafted and designed, featuring dozens of locations to explore, hundreds of creatures to battle, and a wealth of quests and secrets to uncover through the sweeping journey across the kingdom in Noni Nino Kuni 2. They got fun little characters <clears throat> all over the place here in this game. We got almost like a He-Man theme right there. Oh, I have the power. I know that's a whole nother big He-Man guy back in the day. <laughs> I know that's a whole nother region right there, but um, <clears throat> excuse me. So check it out this week. It's out today, I believe, on, on all on platforms. And so let's get over so you can wrap can, can I do? Can I do really quick a super quick one that Eeyore or Big B rather mentions yeah. MLB The Show drops at midnight as well if you pre-ordered uh mlb the show i was just kind of reading a little bit about it before the show today it's yeah. uh got some changes to it uh in mlb the show 23 including flashy pregame presentations tighter hitting mechanic mechanics and yeah. through the last couple of years amon they've mm. uh, dropped new legends uh for the game that you can play with and in a recent trailer it was revealed that sammy sosa and mark mcguire will be in mlb the show 23. Ooh. so that's a and little it, controversial yeah, very like controversial that. players for obvious reasons. If you don't know why, you've been living under a rock. Just saying. Yeah, but that's kind of. I'm glad they didn't shy away from that. Like, all right, I'm happy we get too. it. They're not Hall of Famers, but you got to give what? them their just due. You got to give them their just due. I found a video for it, so here we go. Yeah, I was gonna say, but guess that. what? Everyone in the '90s loved Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, all those guys. So 
Uh, right. Don't see it right now. You just got to add it to the screen. Right there it is. There it is. So this drops as well. MLB the show. I know there's a lot of baseball nerds out there. Yep. Boom. Oh, we have Derek Jeter, the ball, the what is he? The the boss. What was the, his nickname? The El captain. Capitan? The captain. El Capitan. Yeah. El Cap the captain. There you go. So let's run that through there. It's a quick. It's a quick preview. The El Captain. Uh, so many major league baseball players. I don't even know their name now, other than uh, man. Is Griffey part of the legends you can download? Yeah, he's been on the game because I do the home Oops. run derby. And he's on the home run derby. They have every player from every generation in the home run derby. You got Babe Ruth. You got oh, that's Kurt sweet. Ibsen. You got uh, Ken Griffey. You got a little bit of everybody. So this is what I'll do next week. So this would have been I could have talked about this next week. That's why I didn't talk about it. This oh, week. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about it next week. Let's get more in depth next so we'll week. Go we'll go into more to... depth since we already yeah. unpacked it a little bit this week. We'll uh, you know, do some more unpacking on it. Other features, other game days. I, and then real quick, when last week when we were talking about. You know, our game releases of uh, the show, uh, WWE and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not the show, excuse me, but WWE. Yep. So I got a message from YouTube saying we got, I had strike, we got strike one for some reason. I was we like, for, what? Because so of WWE? right now we're only streaming. I, I failed to mention this early in the show. We're only streaming on Facebook, Twitch, and now Twitter. Because our YouTube said we were, I was soliciting or maybe, I'm like, what did I, I'm just talking about video games and i was like maybe i caught something and i couldn't appeal it i couldn't like you know i tried to click on the word uh where you could kind of say why what happened yeah. and it asked the questions like what did i do and it wouldn't let me click on it, it kept going to like an error screen and i'm like what, what? just tell but us yeah, what account. we did youtube we i don't know what we did again. we did something wrong we we, we pissed somebody off Dang. with uh with youtube you know i was like oh it's like I, I usually stay out of trouble we're usually out of trouble we're not, youtube's we're gonna not put you in people. youtube jail yeah we're in youtube jail right now um my show is our show has been not able to play through youtube so let me get to let's head on to what's on stream row 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 your boat there we go. here we go all righty this part of our one of our favorite parts of the show we got what's on stream recapping season three of the mandalorian Starting with episode one, John, I'll hand it off to you while I get ready with the screens. So, so this is uh, The Mandalorian is one we've been waiting for, and we kind of crossed over with The Last of Us and The Mandalorian, kind of ending that and now starting this. And episode four just dropped recently, but we're going to do the first three episodes because Amon hasn't seen the fourth, um, and it's driving me crazy because nope. all I want to do is talk about the fourth yeah, as well. Um, I was I was working and traveling all across, around yeah. everywhere. No, there you're busy. You I get it. Um, yep. So episode one, um, one of the notes I wrote is it's weird in a series with all this great technology. And maybe it's not weird, but this is just my thought in the moment. You know, like you have spaceships and everything like that, um, that the Mandalorian gear that they wear is like made through this ancient process of like you're in Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like they're pounding yeah. on things and tung, tung, and I just think like they live in a world where they five have spaceships, you know, and intergalactic yeah. travel. And yet the Mandalorian culture and people, they still do it, tung, tung, you know, like they're yeah. blacksmiths. Right. And I think it just brings in that 
oh man, this is it. This is that old school like building of a gun or a shield or a sword, as we've seen swords built out that way. And it just it brings more of that like that coolness to it. I think having to seeing those scenes and the way they presented that, I was like, oh, this brings it. It just makes it more dope of what mm. they do. You know, I like it. I like it a lot. Like it a lot. Otherwise, yeah. in episode one, they also um, they have a scene there where the Mandalorians are trying to fight off like this great beast or whatever, oh, and Mando God. comes in and saves the day. Um, yeah, so that was I thought was kind of interesting. Is that when they also get the, this old droid in episode one? Uh, I, R, is it R five D four? Yeah, I believe so. So R- episode one. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Mandalorian begins his important journey. So basically restarting where he left off at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has Grogu right by his side. You know, and so that big monster, they're like doing their traditional ceremony when, like you said, that big monster comes out in the water behind them. It was just like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, and this preview is actually showing some big stuff here, man. I didn't watch the whole video of this. They had all three. They got uh, four. You had Mandalorian, you had Luke Skywalker, you had uh, Andor, and you had Azuka all standing there next to each other, even though man, um, Pedro Pascal had his helmet off. So I'm just, I didn't get a chance to watch this video. I'll just hurry up and setting it up. But that that just says a whole lot right there, you know, yeah. in that scene. But there you go. There's the scene you're talking about. Yeah. You know, getting the helmet ready, getting the walkie-talkie ready, and put, you know, clipping that on. And this is, like I said, the beginning of the scene where they're actually Somebody is becoming Mandalorian right here. Getting the whole, this is the whole ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so I thought to see that was cool. And you know, obviously to see the the full story of how you become Mandalorian and and the whole ritual behind it. It it obviously is definitely along the lines of being a soldier and being somebody more like the like the FBI or the CIA than actual you know police officer. So there's stages. I think they they're way above stormtroopers, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the and the things they got to do, the things they honor, you know, because is you know it's an honorship among it's a what is it a what's the comment about something among thieves honor among thieves or something like mm-hmm. that. So you kind of feel that in this first in the first episode, you you learning those things about the Mandalorian, just studying the history of it and the other characters that are in the story too. Um, uh, Botan is like she's having her thing her issues and going on being upset with Mandalorian for taking off his helmet or, mm-hmm. or, or the one right here. I can't think of her name right now, but you know, it's a, a lady under that helmet. So yeah, the uh, armorer, I think is her name. The armor. Oh yeah. Yeah. She um, built out everything. But, but one of my highlights from episode one was uh, the scene where Grogu they're, they're trying to get their droids fixed or something like that. And there's like yeah. these little aliens and Grogu tries to hug one. And they're like, no, Grogu, don't hug these little aliens. And then the, the little aliens call Grogu a bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was the uh, the ones that always jacking people. I, uh, I can't think of their names right now. They're always taking people's stuff. Uh, oh, uh, uh, what are their names? ER I don't know says the, the whole are. season is about Mandalore and bringing back the planet. Uh, it will get better through the rest of the season. They still haven't brought out the big bad guy yet. Okay, I can't wait okay. to know who that is. But we already saw a big bad alligator. Yeah. Getting, and getting his grub on. As we go through these uh, first three episodes, we see even more of these uh, ancient creatures is what I'll describe them as. Episode two, um, yep. Mando needs a droid. 
And then yeah. Big B says about the helmet real quick. He said it's like vibranium. So that's what okay. the metal still is. So. Yep. So episode two, and we have the Mines of Mandalore. So this is where the Mandalorian is going back to get reinstated because he took off his helmet. And at the end of season two, when Grogu, he had to get Grogu back. And so now um, it's called the Mines of Mandalore. The Mandalorian and Grogu explore the ruins of a destroyed uh, planet. So on their planet. So there you go. Yeah, so he's trying to get the waters of Mandalore. Um, and I thought what was really cool about episode two is you could tell there's something going on here where Mando is just starting to pass along knowledge to Grogu, right? He's kind of like, at, at one point in the beginning, he says, you know, a Mandalorian has to understand maps and there's no way around that. So you'll never be lost, right? Um, so he's like teaching Grogu the Mandalorian ways as they're as they're kind of orbiting the this planet of Mandalore. And I thought like, mm -hmm. oh, this is interesting. Is, is he like, He's like teaching Grogu. How is Grogu going to use all these things that the Mando is teaching him? And how is this going to uh, evolve the character of Grogu? Um, and then we kind of see this right right away as they go into these caves and these cave monsters are there. You just saw them on the screen. If you're watching us on Twitch and Mando has to fight them off. And basically he then gets caught by like this robot thing. Right. And yeah. he's caught and Grogu tries to help and save him and he can't save him. And, and Mando says, hey. Just go, go, go get help. Um, yeah. So Grogu then tries to leave and then he gets chased by some whatever. And one of those big mean guys, <laughs> this is the worst description <laughs> ever. What are those guys called? Good. Those monster guys that they met in the cave? He like uses the force. Anyway, it's so cool because Grogu gets in an actual spaceship and yeah. the little dude is like navigating it himself to go save Mando. I love that. It's like Grogu's taking these steps to becoming more of a badass. And it's so cool. And then he gets Bo-Katan. Yeah, he's learning. This is the way. So he gets Bo-Katan to go back. And she's like, oh, oh, where's Mando? So she goes and they go save him. Yep. He's down there in the, uh, in the belly of the beast, literally, uh, dealing with the creatures that he's trying to get to the waters to reinstate his Mandalorian status, basically. Um, his legit status. Because right now, like I said, the helmet being taken off at the end of season two. You're like, you're not Mandalorian anymore. And I like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind having on a helmet the rest of my life, but a pretty dope helmet, you know, like that. It's sweaty in there, I think. Yeah, it probably gets a little sweaty, but you get used to it eventually, you know. You're used to helmet, though, so you know what. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Yeah. So we got uh, ER says, yep, um, Baskar blocks uh, lightsabers and Mandalore. Um, another Mandalore got destroyed by the Empire in the day of a thousand tears. Oh, okay. Well, probably okay. one of the planets they blew up. Um, with the Death Star, or even the the Ultra Weapon, later on, and then that robot thing was a giant, a genetic splicer. That's what that was that that captured yeah. Mando, a genetic yeah. splicer, and then Grogu goes and go. yeah, okay. And then he said, "I don't think he got sucked down, per se. Those steps broke pretty quickly." Okay, just talking about how he gets captured by the creature there, and then he goes, "Big B says, what is funny." Is Grogu is hundred years old, but in reality he's like five or six, which is true. Because wasn't think, Yoda like a thousand years old? Yeah. So okay, let's let's try to figure this out. So Yoda was like nine hundred years old, and I've yeah. googled the age of Grogu, and although it doesn't say it, I think he's in his fifties. Yeah, I think Grogu is yeah, in his fifties. Eeyore says, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's about. It's just interesting, you know, just to see that and hear that. 
And I would even say Grogu's in his 50s, but he acts more like a one-year-old almost. Yeah, like a, he acts like a little guy. Like he can't talk. Guy. There was a yeah, point man, in one I'm... of these episodes too, I don't remember if it was two or three I'm on. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it was in the early part of three because three is a lot of uh, a different storyline. But um, mm -hmm. they looked back at Grogu and he was he made a different noise. Okay, listen guys. He I'm did. He with did. This little, you know what I'm talking about? And I'm like, yeah. What? And then it made me think, oh, shoot, are we going to hear Grogu's first words during yeah, season you know, three? Yeah, I think he's been trying to talk, obviously. You think so? I think he is because he just makes his sounds that obviously, like baby sounds that only he knows. Mm -hmm. And so being around Mandalor Mandalorian, being around mm -hmm. other people on other planets and everybody's talking, obviously, English, he's going to eventually be like, all right, I know my language, but then I'm on, he's going to be set. He's going to be bilingual, obviously. Well, I, so I'm waiting for Grogu's first words because at one point he Just made coming. these different noises. They're in the spaceship with Bo-Katan and, and Mando, and I'm like, "What? That was that was different. That was not normal Grogu noises." And I started thinking, "What's his first words going to be?" And like, Yoda, I mean, Yoda talked. He did, you know, like so. Why yeah. can't Grogu talk? Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's going to be weird, but then at the same time, like if Grogu's talking, he's getting older. And I like baby Yoda. I don't, I'm, how how old is Grogu going to get in this series? You know what I mean? Like right. keep him a baby for like the next 40 years. Don't ever we let don't him grow know, up. Bro, you gotta, you gotta hold on, John. You gotta, we don't know. We don't know. All right, let's head over to uh, episode three. Okay. Get it, get it cranked up. By the way, at the end of episode two, Bo-Katan does call Grogu a great, quite the navigator, quote, quite the navigator. So he's learning some of these ways. Uh, yeah. And then she also saw a mythosaur when she went and rescued um, Mando, who fell like deep into the waters of Mandalore. Right. And so that's kind of a, something that gets to played in in later episodes. But season three or episode three to me, Amon, I didn't know what to think because you start off with this great scene, right? Bo-Katan Bo and Mando get chased and they have to fight yep. some new bad guys. And it's like such a badass. There's Grogu. He gets in his little shell and like... You know, his little um, his personal spaceship. That's what I'm gonna call that. His personal spaceship. But it's such a cool scene. Like they're fighting, and oh, it's, it's so cool. But then they go yeah. for the next 40 minutes to this other storyline about this doctor yeah. and this uh, woman they right call here. Him the convert. And, yeah. yeah, they call him the convert. And what do you think story, of the season three's changing that storyline? I, you know, I'm just like, okay, I like how I know that movie writers and obviously, you know, George Lucas and other people that directed this movie they're bringing in another storyline that obviously has to do with the bigger story you know with with the mandalorian you know and grogu and what their journey is and so obviously this episode just you know falls away a little bit to tell us okay this is a a, a guy within the empire or within the republic that was at the empire that is going to be on an important player in this game somewhere in the storyline of this season or the bigger seasons because we see you know, we like we just saw in that one video, we saw Obi-Wan Kenobi, we saw Mandalorian, we saw Asuka, and we saw uh, Andor all standing in a picture. Maybe it was a promotion for all the Disney Plus episodes or a promotion of all the stories that are coming down line. So it, <clears throat> they're famously known for introducing characters and then you don't hear nothing about them for a while, but you've seen them. Like we've seen this episode about um, the convert. It's on Coruscant. It's a former Imperial. Um, they're finding amnesty in the New Republic. So they were Imperial guards and workers, and now they're coming back to the Republic to try to help, uh, I'll say the, the, I don't say the innocent people, but I say 
the the good guys, which is the people that are in the New Republic. And with their information from being at the Empire, they can share that, obviously, and make it useful in uh, fighting against the Empire, in, in other words. But we always see this in stories, especially in the Star Wars saga. Yeah, and this doctor, too, Dr. Pershing, he was also the one, I believe, right, that earlier um, seasons of The Mandalorian, like he's the one that wanted... Grogu. Grogu, right. Yeah. So what what kind I of cloning technology... Yeah, so we kind of find out more about his story and um, the woman with the short hair as well, and G sixty eight, and I think his name is L fifty two, and apparently, like she wants to help him, but she's really setting him up. And they go to the um, here's what I didn't like. I rolled my eyes at one point. I put the <laughs> eye rolling emoji in my notes. Okay, mind. okay. So when he wants to create a lab and continue his work, and they uh, they say no, you can't do that. Um, and yeah. then she's like, yes, you can. Let's go do this. Let's, I'll get you to these junkyards, right? Where there's mm-hmm. these imperial ships. Um, and they get there and there's no one guarding them. And she makes a comment like they don't need guarding because they're inoperable. And I roll my eyes like, okay. So you expect me to believe in this city where there's trillions of people or this planet or whatever, that right. you all just keep the imperial ships unguarded because they don't fly. Like there's not going to be thousands yeah. of people poking around in those get out of here but then you find out she's setting them up anyway so right it was a whole big setup and that's what i'm saying like they are setting us up to say this is we're introducing new characters so now you're aware of them they were part of the empire they're now part of the new republic so they're kind of they're, they're trying to be they're on the good side now but all at the end of the day they're spies now within the empire and i think the young lady with the short hair yes she's definitely something i got a bad feeling about this like like han solo said i got a bad feeling about her <laughs> in this storyline what kind of uh, what it comes out of it so er says i could have taught you so much at the gaming convention oh oh yeah this is because he's a you know he's a star wars person i was trying to get there i got a little under the weather so i couldn't make it down there now that'd be awesome because i'm always like piecing all these parts together like because right. you know and i want to show i don't remember covering one right and mm-hmm. he said the girl is covering someone else's tracks so there you go where mm-hmm. she has an agenda there is an agenda there john mm-hmm. we just don't know and we'll get this episode four which was just released and Amon, when you watch it like i'll just say this so we'll talk we about talk. that next week yeah I'll four say this about episode four. Well, four, and then we'll watch five that night. Yeah. Right, right, right. We'll watch five that night. Episode four, I had so much fun. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. So Good. much fun watching Good. episode. Don't say no more. That's Don't up. say no, no more. more. No more. <laughs> oh, man. This is a great time talking with you, John. Always good. I'm, uh, like I said, from my, my place here in Boston in a nice little hotel room here. Um, and going to go back over to the boston convention center i might do a walk and talk again on my phone yeah. as i walk back into pax east and so we'll have more show talk recap of mandalorian episodes four so we're all caught up and then episode five will drop next wednesday then we'll talk about that the following week and now we'll be on par with all the mandalorians will be just one episode waiting that night so thank you for everybody for tuning in and then next week, if things go right, we'll have a special guest and we'll have more guests coming on as the weeks go by. And then Grogu, I'm going to look for some Grogu gear for you, John. I got it. 
I got it. I see you. Every, I'll, I, I, I got to get me a t-shirt. Like I want, like, I do have one Grogu. Yeah. I brought it to Lincoln with me, and it's in. He's he's put he's in the background. If you saw my one setup where I have Black Panther and I have yeah. Batman behind me, so he's like right in the middle, in between Batman and Black Panther. So, um, nice. I'll look some. I'll, I'm gonna look for some Grogu gear. Like what what is a like a must thing I have got to get if you, I see it, and I'll take a picture. What take is a it? picture what of it? it. I would. I mean, I would think like a T-shirt of like just the cute. Okay. Like, I mean, of him being like really cute. <laughs> I don't think I'd he like can it. not not be cute. Right. Okay. He He's one of those characters like 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 Lilo and Stitch. Like Lilo and Stitch, they could not yeah. not be cute. Right. You know, Always I love cute. Stitch. I love Lilo from that old Disney movie. That was my favorite when that came out. And it still is. I'll pop it in every now and then. Got Disney Plus now, so I can watch it like whenever I want. It's it's an awesome little little show. I wish that that if they're doing TV series, Disney, do Lilo mm-hmm. and Stitch. Do a TV series with them too, please. Ooh. That would be fun to watch. Live Just action, it. yeah, live action, or or yeah, or something like in console the new Disney artwork, or even a live action of Lilo Ooh. and Stitch. That would be so fun to watch. Yeah, so fun to watch. Be- so I got uh, see, Eeyore says I so I so so I so I want a cycle the show so bad to bring Ezra Brett Bridger into the live action along with Grand Admiral Thrawn. I I'm. I'm in agreement there. And he also says, you're at PAX East. You can go to shirt vendor, to a shirt vendor, and buy three shirts for $30 or 40 bucks. There you go. So if I find one that has Grogu John, there we go. I know I'm going to probably get me something too, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm back with some swag. And I'll just need your address and sizes. I'll just Venmo yeah. you. Let's hey, go. Ear, this, is this something real? He just put in the chat. I'll put it up on the screen here. Oh, my God. I, I talked it up. No, it's not. I hope so. If they're doing live action, they got live action. Aladdin, live action, Little Mermaid. And I just I just oh my God, I didn't already I didn't bring it into existence, but just talking about it. If I'm talking about it, that means other people are working on it. So thank you, Disney. If they bring back Lilo and Stitch, I love that movie. Even as a I was a 20-something at that time. And I took my kids to see it to see that movie. I was probably more into it than they were. So what you got, John? Hollywood Reporter, February of 2023, so just about a month ago. Zach Galifianakis to star in Lilo and Stitch live action movie. Whoa. Who is he going to be? I don't know. Who would he be? Oh, uh, I'd have to he watch could the be movie the one again. alien that had like one eye. He was like the smarty man <laughs> guy and nobody paid attention to him. He could be him. <laughs> Another version of him. I don't know what it says. Uh, details of Galifianakis's role are being kept in the dog pound. Of course, they're not saying of what he's going to do. They gotta, they gotta hype it up. They gotta keep this in suspense for it. So, I'll, I'm patient. Right, I know how go. movies and TV shows work. They can't share. They have NDAs. They can't talk about it if not the actor or the show writer, the showrunner, the writer, producer, director. They'll lose out on being in a movie or something like that. They haven't signed an agreement. I remember signing an agreement for uh, Batman vs. Superman. I couldn't talk about it for up three months after the shoot. I had to wait those three months and then I could talk about it, you know. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm super excited to hear that, though. I just talked about it. It is one of my favorite Disney movies I could watch over and over and over again. Like Momoa. Uh, Ma- I mean, Mo- Moana. Excuse me. I said Momoa. Moana. And Encanto, I could watch Encanto 
every day. I love those movies. The songs, the the it's the the movie is funny. The artwork is awesome. Uh, Coco is another one I could watch that one. Man, you and my of, daughter would love hanging out. <laughs> yes, I love Disney. Like Disney movies, it's just it's just they do it right. The artwork is on point. It's a yeah. cartoon, you know. It just has that fun. It's just it keeps ten year old mind happy. Ten year old mind is sitting in behind me right now. He's he's just spectating. But when Lido and Sis come out, that's when you're gonna see ten year old mind getting hyped. So, all right, John, man, great great show. Um, let's uh put up all the handles. Oh, they're already been running. So let everybody know where they can find you on social, even though it's running at the bottom. Just just put it out there. Uh, at John Audius Radio, J-O-N-A-R-I-A-S, or at John Cast Podcast, J-O-N-C-A-S-T Podcast. All right. And for myself, you can find me at Amon Green 30, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we are on YouTube. We're just banned for, about, I think, one more week. So Amon Green Gamers Lounge on YouTube and on TikTok. And then Amon Green Gamers Lounge, A-G-G underscore lounge or something like that on Instagram as well. All right. So same bat channel, actually same bat time. So maybe Wednesday next week, John, or maybe Thursday, we'll let you know, jump in our discord, um, follow us on social. So, you know, we always post before, um, do a little preview video or something like that. And we will get all these clips out there. We got fantastic clips for everybody to see from the show. So check that out as well. Like us, follow us in all those places, reshares, retweet us, all the stuff I should be saying after the end of the show, just letting y'all know. All right. <laughs> so catch you next week and actually catch me on live stream. I'm going to go live here, walking over to the Boston Convention Center for walking back into PAX East, get a little lunch and then game out over in the PAX, uh, Boston uh, Convention Center. So everyone have a great weekend and see you soon on Instagram Live. Peace. Brought to you by Bet Online.